Ah, it's the last episode of The Pit Crew. Eight weeks later, as promised, we're bringing it all to a close. Lori Roggenkamp, Joe Batanz, we're doing a mukbang today. Now, we previously recorded this on Crowdcast. Uh, so, I've edited it down. I said the word edited weird. And if you want to watch the whole thing, you can go watch it on the, on the Crowdcast link, which is in your Patreon feed. But here is a, a special edition made only for audio. Right here. It's Loy Roggenkamp. It's Joe Batanz. It's the final episode of The Pig Crew, starting now. release the audio who, who would ever want to hear an audio of my thing <laughs> i would release it just to see oh, really? who would listen to it i don't know who would listen to it. that's the thing i don't know why okay hey everyone we're live here we're ready for the mukbang oh Lori's like wasting any time what did you get Lori? will you show us what you got well i already drank my um jack-in-the-box shake Wait, Lori, the point was to do this on the air. I know, but I was hungry. Yeah, but I so. paid for it. No, you didn't pay for that. I paid for that myself. I'm just saying that was one of the things that I paid for. Yeah. You paid for this. Yeah, what did you I got buy? a large large thing of guacamole. Yeah. Large thing of chips. Yeah. Bur- Chipotle burrito. A Chipotle burrito, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what's so funny, Lori, is we're having a... Remember we did this essentially before, but just by ourselves? You know, mm-hmm. uh, and I got the exact same thing I got the last time, which <laughs> which is my pastrami chili cheese fries from the hat. Because oh my gosh, the thing was I wanted to be as decadent as possible. You know, and I yeah. The, well, know, nothing like, smells decadent like pastrami. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. So this is um. <laughs> And you know what's so funny is I I got this, uh, like at you see here you see here's the deal I'm kind of mad at my parents, right? Mm-hmm. Because the girls wanted to watch the muck. Everyone should know my nieces are here. They wanted to watch the mukbang. Yeah, you know. And I was like, this is not really a broad. And I told my parents this. I go, this is not really a broadcast for children. You know, they don't know too fat. People. I'm about to put this guacamole on my tits. So. <laughs> So, I and I kept saying like, like you should probably get uh, them out of uh, here before uh, we do this, uh, right? Uh, uh, and uh, so, like, my brother happened to call like right before we went on air and told my parents like, "Hey, you can bring them back when it by whenever you want," right? And my parents were like, "Oh, well, yeah, Joey's gonna go on this thing, right?" And I I kept hinting like, "Oh, maybe you should go home." And I I told the girls like because they were really sad to leave, you know? Uh huh. And I go, well, you're going home anyway. My mom goes from the other room. Well, they can go home whenever. <laughs> anyway, I should probably angle this down so you can see the food, right? I poured a pitcher of water. Um, so just so to clarify, I was not late. Mm. The um, We moved the mukbang. So Joe's niece and, and nieces could watch it, and oh, then no, they ended up to, not watching it. We moved it to one for that, but what they're talking about is when I couldn't get a hold of you because Lori went on a meth-filled rant on Instagram today, and then I, I did not. It was not meth-filled. It was for having been up since four a.m. filled. Oh, there you go. The volume was too high. Okay, wait. What, you were up since four a.m. So I've been doing this thing mm-hmm. where I don't eat past seven. And I like it. I actually like it. It's Mm -hmm. been helping me as far as my digestion and stuff. Mm -hmm. The only issue is I wake up at like four. (laughs) I wake up at like four or five in the morning having to go to the bathroom. Okay. So like, and I'm not talking like, oh, just go to the bathroom. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to talk about while we're, while you're eating. 
mm-hmm. but it kind of looks like the food that you're, <laughs> you're currently putting in your mouth. Um, but um, <clears throat> I so so I was up and I had to wake up in order to go to the bathroom, and I was just like, oh, I'll just watch like I'll start watching the hunters. And then I started watching it, and I don't know how, but I accidentally clicked on the reviews, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, these reviews are insane. So I just, but, but like, it was, was like, like oh. boom, 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 boom. And so I get the, I guess the premise is about, like, the Mossad hunting down Nazis? But is it, like, no. a weird alt? Oh, it's not? It's not the Mossad. It's a whole other branch. It's just, like, a ragtag. It's like the Mod Squad. It's, like, a ragtag group of people who hunt down nazis here's and it's funded by al pacino the movie is here's the deal al pacino should have come to me i had this idea for an alternate universe Mossad. right hear me out here right hey this is al pacino i heard you had an idea anyway um where it takes place 20 years in the future mm-hmm. okay so 2040 let's say and it's the Mossad hunting down Trump and all his associates, and they're in hiding. Um, I would watch that. Thank you. But um, I'm gonna call that show great. I have, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, what is it about this dish that you love so much? You know, that's a very good question, Lori. I'll explain to you. In fact, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get a really good. Piece here that really exemplifies. I feel really guilty about the girls. Should the girls be in here? Let's take. You know, I'm gonna do a poll. I'm gonna do a poll. Here we go. Let's do a poll. Should my nieces watch? Well, here's the only issue I have with that. They don't know what your set. They don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know. So it's like they don't get the full experience. So they're just going to be staring at you. Yeah, but then don't you staring think, at me? Don't you think that you guys can vote now? Um, don't you think that will like make them leave? Okay. So, oh, we already everyone say no. Okay. It's like everyone like there's zero yeses. I just don't think it's going to be fun for them. I agree. No, I agree. But I feel guilty because they really wanted to be here. Look, anyway. I here's the thing. I would say. Get a headphone splitter and have us do uh, when we do another episode of something. Have them do this, but this is this is not an episode You're they right. should do. You're right. Okay. Like the first episode of uh, Hello Uglies. Why don't they do that? They could be in on that with us. Oh, the when the camera. Hello Uglies comes back. I know is that camera. So what that is is that's it's it's a kind of a mess right here, but that's French fries, um, pastrami. <clears throat> I'm trying to get the focus and chili and cheese. Uh huh. So it's kind of like poutine. Yeah, but not gross. Now I'm not saying poutine is gross. We have to remember I live in Los Angeles, very far away from Canada, and I bet you poutine poutine in Canada is really good. Oh, I'm watching looking at the camera. I bet you poutine is really good. Did I tell you that when I went to Montreal? Look at that. Look at everybody that. I met. Mm-hmm. Kept saying, oh, you're going to love poutine. Mm-hmm. You should try poutine. You're going to love poutine. And I tried it. And I was like, it's okay. Sure and then I realized poutine? they're just like, oh, this fat bitch is going to love poutine. Let's see what this poll says, by the way. <coughs> oh, yeah. All no's, no yeses. I'm getting into the burrito. Oh, you are? I'm, I, this is the only thing I got because I won't even be able to finish this. So what is it about? But I, I feel like oh. I, I, what is it about this food that yeah. you like? Like, I see. Here's the thing: I've eaten pastrami before. Mm-hmm. I've never been like on a, my day, like been like, ooh, you know what I want? Some hot pastrami. You know. Oh, by the way, Lori, we have to record your track today. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you guys want to hear? The rumor mill boys did it. I still have to. I have to. I have to. Um, Fix the audio, the uh, not, not their audio, the actual sound of the audio. Mm-hmm. But um, do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go, boys. You guys, everyone here, you get to hear the first. Uh, this is I have to fix the, the the background track, the instrumental track. But here we go. The rumor mill boys doing uh, break up bye bye.
Evan Ayers is twunky. Evan Ayers is thick. Evan Ayers is sexy. He wants to suck you. He struggles with his diction. He struggles with addiction. I'm sure you've heard my story. Share sings that's a Maury. Maury. Hola chicas, George is on the show now and ready for a fight, don't know a lick of Spanish and all my friends are white, I'm knowing all the rumors and giving all the tea, George is how you say it, spell it J-O-R-G-E, I don't wanna see you baby, I don't wanna talk to you, I don't even need you baby, I know what I wanna do, I've had enough of this ride, I've spent enough of my time, Jimmy and Brett, Jimmy makes the boy sweat, but they ain't seen nothing yet to 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 true. I may play hard to get, but when I'm on the show, I'll be a triple threat. Yeah. I don't wanna see you, baby. I don't wanna talk to you. I don't even need you, baby. I know what I wanna do. I've had enough of this ride. I spent enough of my time, but I'm about to say goodbye. I wanna break up. Do you want to hear Taylor's verse? Yeah. Taylor's in the house. My A1C is flunkin', that's what my doctor shouts It's cause I love the Dunkin', I won't eat Brussels sprouts Evan loves his drinkies, Jorge's from the south I'll unwrap those Twinkies and stuff them in my mouth, 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 mouth I don't wanna see you, baby, I don't wanna talk to you what I don't even need you, baby, I know what that's I want That's a rumor mill I've had enough of this ride, Fucking I've spent enough of my time podcasters. Actually, I think, you know, someone said Lori's, I mean, Taylor's is the best. I actually think yours is the best, Lori. I haven't done mine yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, do you guys want to hear? I'll sing Lori's for her. <clears throat> I she won't sing it, so. I'll sing Lori's for her. <clears throat> Here, I'll sing. I'm going to do yours for you, Lori. Evans is okay. Huh? I didn't realize George could sing. I mean, he petered out at the end, but... Yeah. Well, no, I look, I told George... The, I will say this. That song is really, really tough, okay? The song is really, really tough. Because uh, it starts high, and then you got to go higher. It's a, hard, it's a hard key. Here we go. We're going to do your song. But listen, I have to do mine, and I, I, I'm going to start in a low key, and I'm still going to get it wrong. Here we go. Okay. Rockin' Camp is here now, hosting All Stars 5. Does anybody know how at this rate I'm alive? I'll take Jimmy Anti, he's a third my size. Never mind, I'm tired, that's too much exercise. Size, size, size. I don't wanna see you, baby, I don't wanna talk to you. By the way, there's a question. There's a question for you, Lori. Um, oh. Luke asks, why does Lori look grossed out by her own burrito right now? Because I hate the things I love. <laughs> and then Drew Brooks, Drew Brooks wants to know, is Lori late? Yes. That was the, no, that was the question. No, I was not late. Mm-hmm. I was on time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Lori, Star's going to come over later, right? Mm-hmm. She's, and, coming, she's driving down now. Oh, she is. So she might. We might even get a, a star sighting. 
Um, should be here in about an hour. Mm. Now, Pavianch wants to know: Has Star been on cam? Like porn wise? No, no. Like just being on like camp. Okay. Oh, you know what? I have a better shot, sort of, of the fries portion. Everybody wants to see. We um. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, so Lori, let's talk about this. Everyone should know. Let's give an update on Fat Camp. We have a personal trainer. I keep thinking it's the old camera, but it's this camera. We have a personal trainer. Uh, he's going to be training us. We're going to live stream those workouts. Yes. <clears throat> um, you know, Yaz wants to know if he's a thirst trap. It's hard for me to say. It's Mercedes' brother. What is the definition of a thirst trap, though? Like a hot guy. Is it just a hot guy, or is it like a hot guy that's like also... A slut. No, I think he's just a hot guy that everybody was thirsty for. So, um, I... It's weird. So, I don't see him that way. But, I mean, he's a personal trainer. So, he has a, he's in good shape. Do you have a photo? Can you put it up? So, now I feel uncomfortable. Why? Because I always feel uncomfortable after I eat this. Oh, you do? Yeah. I always get too much. Mm-hmm. And then I feel uncomfortable. But it's just because when I get really, really hungry, I'm like, oh, I want all of this. So, Oh, yeah. I get it. Uh, Luke Stamen just asked what I get on my burrito. Well, I get, that's a good question. What did you get in a burrito? Half pound, half um, chicken, half carnitas, mm-hmm. white rice, corn, sour cream, cheese. And I think that's it. Oh, oh pinto way. beans. I went to get John Paul's birthday present today. So it's, everyone knows it's John Paul's birthday today, which is so funny because, well, good thing Happy I'm birthday. having it. Um, for dinner, we're going to dinner. First of all, they're going to dinner super late. I keep, let me take this. I keep looking at the old camera. They're going to dinner super late. Mm-hmm. The dinner reservation is for 8.45. Ooh. Which at a vegan Mexican restaurant. Mm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. With my with my digestion right now, mm-hmm. I would literally just go, do you guys want to just watch me poop? Would that be easier? I know. i got to be very careful. You're right. Because I remember after I, when, when I went to the same restaurant when Carla was here, and I was eat, I'm not used to eating that many vegetables, and I remember I was having major plumbing issues. Yeah. And it's Mexican food. Mm-hmm. So I would be like, yeah, just... Put me near the toilet. So, anyway, for his birthday, you know, pot is 100% legal. Marijuana is 100% legal in California. Recreational marijuana. Okay? Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a there's this chain of marijuana places. Have you, I don't know if you've seen them, Lori, or been to them, called MedMen. Have you ever been to MedMen? I've heard of them. My my actually my brother and his girlfriend went mm-hmm. uh a couple of uh the when they were Orange, down for Christmas. To the one in Orange County? I think so, because they yeah. were talking about is that the one that they said looks like the Apple store? Yeah, yeah, kind it's of? Like an Apple store. So that's the thing yeah. you always hear about MedMen is that it looks like an Apple store, right? But I'll be honest with you. The ones in LA, right, look like the Apple store, but the ones in LA look like if a dirty hippie hobo saw an Apple store one time and then brought it up and then built it from memory, that's what they look like. But from like a meth yeah. memory? Yeah, from like a like, This is what memory. I imagined. Yeah. But the one in LA is legit like an Apple store. It's really weird. Super clean. Um, ah. Are you okay? I just spilled water all over myself. Mm. Okay. So, we have another question. Um, Drew, Brooks, Drew Brooks wants to know, if this was your last meal, is this what you would have? Like, I guess if we were on death row. Lori, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, no, I would have chicken fettuccine. From from a certain place or just any standard chicken fettuccine? You know, I would if you had asked me, like, I don't know, maybe even a year ago. Mm-hmm. I would have said Luigi's. Mm-hmm. But Luigi's by my house shut down. Oh, and no? What happened? They, they stopped going no, for a week? Yeah. I got food poisoning, and they Did just couldn't really? handle No. Mm-hmm. But uh no that no they shut down and uh um I they opened up a smaller place on um Fullerton. Okay. But it's like really tiny. Mm-hmm. And there's like all, basically it's only for like takeout. Like they try and make it they make the the tables really tiny and and the and they try and make it so you can't sit down. What do you mean? Or you don't want to. It's just like a kitchen and then there's like a little bit of a, a where they put like next to the kitchen, they put like tables and chairs and then you sit there. And so I've gotten takeout from there a couple of times and it hasn't been as good. Oh, really? So what I got to be happen? honest, I'm kind of looking for good chicken fettuccine. Hmm. I'll be honest with you. I think this would be mine. Really? Mm-hmm. What is it about pastrami that you like out of all the meats? You fucking whore. I don't know. I just like it. I like the saltiness of it. You know. I don't know why, but that cracked me up. I'm uh, so sorry. I got to change my shirt. I'm really what? uncomfortable with this sweatshirt. I just spilled water all over myself. Are you going to change it. in front of us? No, I'm going to go over to the side. Why? Because I just don't want to have my shirt. I'll be right back. Okay. Anyway. So okay, so so your last meal would be I'm I'm done. I did I I do think I did a solid. Wait, you didn't answer. I mean, I interrupted, but you didn't answer my question. What is it about pastrami that you like? Well, I think there's a lot. I think. Well, okay. Do you want? This is actually very interesting. Believe it or not, is I don't. Um. Oh, I have more water. I forgot I brought more water up here. Okay, so there's actually, I've been very interested in this for a long time. There's actually a, a sociological connection with pastrami. What? Really? Yeah, between Mexicans and pastrami, yeah. Hold on, I had too much pastrami, I gotta turn a fan on now. By the way, the girls are crying. Well, have them come in. Alright, I'll have them come in. They can sit here now. I look. I think I know, it's fine that they I they know. just aren't going to be able to hear I'll me. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I blame my parents. My parents knew the entire fucking time they've known for twenty four hours that I'm doing this, and they intentionally made this so. I'm gonna go get them. I'll be back. Go get them. Yeah. Say say that the audience wanted to see them. Um, Are you guys still talking about chicken? Oh, I feel ch- like it's the same conversation. Oh well, we're just they're just saying if if you had um. If you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Mm-hmm. So, oh, fries. Okay. You know, I'm gonna go on a, I'm gonna go on a limb here. Mm-hmm. You know what's Are, crazy? Is that your impression of me? Yeah. Okay. Everyone tells me. Um, <laughs> Everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to know. I was it is John Paul's birthday today. <laughs> um, My family did a, a appetizer tour of uh-huh. Europe, and so we went to all these different places. And appetizer tour was like we got on a bus and we would go. The, but we we got so the way it came about was my brother very smartly got my dad tickets to a soccer game in Europe in okay. London. Okay. okay. Now, of course, then my dad had to bring my brother to London to. So then he was like, "Well, let's all go to London." So then my parents paid for us to go on this big. European trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get there, we stay, we get there in London and we stay for a week and then we go on this bus tour and then we get back from London or we get back from the bus tour and we stay in London for another week. Mm-hmm. And then my brother and, and my dad actually stayed longer because they went to the soccer. Mm-hmm. So we spent more time in London. So maybe that's why I feel like the food there was a lot better, but I will be honest. Everybody kept talking about how, when I would go, oh, you know, bring a salt shaker, bring bl- spices. The food in London is really bland. I enjoyed the food. I thought it was a lot of different variety. 
I, I will say this, the, the place that I thought was really bad was Germany, but I like the architecture in Germany. Um, and I only went to one restaurant, so, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't judge, but I'm gonna, Germany has terrible food. Um, because I heard that you guys were crying. Yazwaz says, yes, you put uncooked egg yolks on tons of stuff. Fuck, fuck the salmonella. Uncooked eggs. So do you cook the eggs at all? That's what I want to know. I think what happened is the eggs get, you put the raw, I, now maybe I'll get corrected. You put the raw eggs in the hot rice and then it gets cooked in there. Oh. Oh, no, you put raw egg yolk yeah. on top of hot food. And then it gets cooked in the hot food. Oh, no, that just sounds like a virus waiting to happen. Um, so Sarah's last one is street tacos or pot stickers. I like For, it. Uh, the, oh, it's, uh, that's what an odd choice. Street, street tacos. Are, let me ask the girls. Girls, if you guys had a last meal, Molly, what would be your last meal? Like, if, uh, What? Sushi. Oh, sushi. Lucy, what would yours be? Oh, Lucy's with me. It would be the pastrami fries from the hat. Really? Oh, yeah. she's just trying to play favorites. She's trying to <laughs> she's trying to get her fat uncle to like her. She can't hear anything you're saying. I know. That's why I'm saying it. She's just kissing your fat ass. Um. Okay. So, anyways, let me tell you this. So, what I was talking about was a sociological connection. Between pastrami and being Mexican. Hear me out. Okay. All right. This is going to go way back to pre-World War II. Okay. Can I see your niece's faces while you say this? Because I yeah. want to just see their eye rolls as you're talking. All right. So anyway... Um, history I'm giving a history lesson, yeah. Yeah. So... You could... Oh. You could put it back if they... I don't know if they feel uncomfortable. Do you feel uncomfortable with, with this? No. No. Okay. This, All right. ge- this generation, Ma, L- Lori, they just love being on camera. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so pre World War II, okay. white, white people didn't want anyone not white living with them. All right. <laughs> I still think, I think that's post World War II. No, no, it was still post World War II as well, but things change. You're going to hear why in a second. It'll make sense when I tell you this. Okay. So pre World War II. Um, all the Japanese, all the Mexicans, and all the Jews, okay, were smushed together in an area of Los Angeles called Boyle Heights, all right? Okay. Living really uncomfortable there. the way you highlighted Jews. I felt like you hit the Jew really hard. Well. So. Okay. Dippy. Just letting you know. All right. So, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone pointed out now that my nieces are muckbanging. So, yeah. um, anyway... So, the Jews are living there. So, the Jews and the Mexicans and the Japanese are all mingling together. In fact, the very first is a very famous deli in L.A. Everyone should know called Cantor's. And it's now in the Fairfax District, but the first iteration of it was in Boyle Heights. Okay? Okay. So, as a result, the Mexicans who grew up in East L.A. and Boyle Heights, because they grew up around Jews have a strong connection to some Jewish foods like pastrami. Uh, there's some like oh, here's here's a very interesting thing you might know about. So, you know how like Mexicans are known as gardeners? Yeah. Do you know why? No. I'll tell you. Because before World War II, the Japanese were known as gardeners. They were the gardeners. And then they all got shipped off to internment camps, so they needed people to replace the gardeners, and so the Mexicans came in and filled that role. All right? And that's how Mexicans became known as gardeners. And so all of this stuff gets intermingled. The, the Mexicans becoming gardeners, a lot of Japanese influence in, in East L.A. and Boyle Heights we can talk about later. But anyway, so Mexicans who come from that area have a very st- strong love and passionate connection to pastrami, even though it's typically known as a Jewish food. And so there you go. There's your question. Now, we have a question here from the audience. Uh, Sandy wants to know what the girls are eating. It's the same thing. that They're eating basically the leftovers. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, the girls are eating the leftovers from the pastrami chili cheese fries uh, that we had. Um, Sarah, oh, Sarah wants to know what our favorite dessert is. Lori, what's your favorite dessert? Oh, that's tough. 
Uh, NatPat90 said Golden Girl style cheesecake, which I love cheesecake, so I'd love to know what a Golden Girl style cheesecake mm-hmm. is. Do you know what that is? I just thought they just ate regular cheese. I didn't know what a Golden Girl style, maybe because it's really a thick New York style cheesecake. So wait, you know, wait, so Laura, you don't have a, um, you don't have. I'm more of a savory person. I'm more of a savory I person. I do too. like pie. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll like a good, but I mean, that's, that's seasonal, you know, mm-hmm. like. I have pie and holi- during the holidays or, mm-hmm. you know, if it's like my birthday, I'll have cake or something. But I'm, I mean, I, I had a shake, mm-hmm. so I can't say that I don't hate sweets, but mm-hmm. I'm not like, there's not like one dessert that I'm like, ooh, this is really good. I, you know, what's funny is it, I guess if I had to pick, I'm not a big dessert person either, but I guess if I had to pick a dessert, I would say cheesecake. I think cheesecake I is good. Cheesecake is I also good. love how we're so... We're so savory fat people that our one dessert is a cheese version of it. <laughs> you know, it's like, give me uh, the cheesecake. Yaz Waz wants to know if we've ever been to the pie hole. I have been to the pie hole. Uh, I've gotten, if, if you remember a story about when I got Danny his birthday presents. What's wrong? Yeah, it's a pie place called the pie hole. <laughs> that's what you that's what a vagina is also called oh is that oh really yeah oh i didn't know that so anyway also or your mouth i think yeah yeah i, I know that his mouth just shove it in your pie hole mm-hmm. so anyway so uh i have been to the pie hole many times several times uh it's all good all right have you been to the sausage hut uh, Pavians wants to know what's the best meal we can cook. What's the best meal you can cook, Lori? Uh, well, I mean, I'm not a good cook. You're gonna blow me out of the water with this, but I feel like I have a good grasp on. My family has some staples, so spaghetti. I would say probably um, potato salad, because it's just it's just following the recipe that yeah. my family has. So mm. let me see, because the girls have had some of my food. Mall, what's uh, my favorite? The favorite dish of mine that you like. Your pie hole. Lori said my pie hole, but. <laughs> oh, Lucy likes my eggs and potatoes. I like my eggs and potatoes, which also. What kind, how do you cook the eggs? Do you just do it raw you know over the, the potatoes? Deal. Here's the deal, Lori. Here's the deal. Is I learned a long time ago. Uh huh. That. If you can cook an egg, I, in fact, I have a whole book, one whole book that's just about cooking eggs. Okay, and if that you is can, dumb. yeah, and if you can cook, if you can master eggs, you can master any dish. So I'm obsessed with making eggs perfectly. So I do. They are right. I make really good eggs. Either it be like uh, pan fried eggs, whether it be scrambled eggs, whether it be an omelet. Oh, thank you, Lucy. Lucy likes my scrambled eggs the most. You know what? I'm telling oh. you, this, you, 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 you know, Laurie. If you spent the night one time, you get to have my scrambled eggs. Well, have you? Do you watch that show, The Chef? It's on Netflix. No. Sarah brought up something which I don't know if she's referencing that, but Wolfgang Puck, when he tests out a chef, he has them cook an omelet. Yeah. For him. So, and then, yeah. oh, sorry. No, no, no I, I know about that. Yeah, that is, a, that is a big test. If you want to see two masters do it, go on YouTube and look up Jacques Pepin. Cook us an omelet. Jacques Pepin. Could they be here the whole every time? Because them laughing at you is my favorite part. And then Ludo Lefebvre. <laughs> <laughs> what's so funny about Ludo Lefebvre? Uh, what's not funny? She's dying. She can't hold it in. <clears throat> um, anyway, this should be a new. This should be a new tier. Yeah. Watch Joe interact with children. I know. Anyway, Ludo Lefebvre and Jacques Pepin. That's not funny. <laughs> By the way, they got so excited, and everyone's gonna be seeing this too. By the new stickers. I think I think that they're making fun of me because Molly keep Lucy keeps saying, "Can I have another one?" And I'm I think she's sticking them on places to make um, fun of me. Put, no, we put one on our kitchen. You put one on your kitchen. Can you imagine? Oh, when you go those to the stickers kitchen? are horrible. If the lighting's not showing it right, 
Oh, so what I was going to say was they he makes them cook with a fork. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. I've never heard of before. In fact, I could even go one step further. So here's the deal. Yeah. I'm talking to them. <laughs> oh, fun. This is fun. Anyway. Uh, so people make the mistake because JP, as I'm going to call him, because I want to say his name. Uh, when he makes his omelet, he uses a metal fork and a nonstick skillet, right? And people are like, oh, you have to use a metal fork and a nonstick skillet, right? <laughs> but what people have put, that's really bad. It Fs up the, 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 what, yeah, it scrapes the, up everything. Yeah, it scrapes up everything, blah, blah, blah. But people have pointed out, I even think JP has talked about this, is he gets a brand new nonstick skillet like every day, right? So he doesn't care yeah. if he roughs it up. He's like, I'm getting another one tomorrow, right? So he'll use yeah. a metal fork. Um, I use a wooden, I get like wooden, they look like wooden disposable forks. I get that. Or I'll use a plastic fork because you're, you're, it's not, you're not, you're touching it for so little and so quickly. It doesn't do anything to the plastic, but I'll. And that's supposed to use plastic. That's what Wolfgang Puck says. <laughs> I don't want my food pacing like plastic. Yeah, yeah but, but I have wood ones. I, I generally use wood ones. And it, you're, it, yeah, hold on. Yes, you have a question. So anyway. I couldn't hear what she said. What she, she said. Goes, what if the wood gets in the eggs? That's a good question. You could get splinters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get splinters. All and time. I like to shove eggs up my vagina. So <laughs> that would even be more, of a, more dangerous. Okay. So anyway, yeah, but there's an art to it. I spent the entire summer having an omelet every day to master it. And still, I don't think I've perfectly met. Ma- like, Jacques makes it look so easy. And when they do what it, is it the easy. complication, though? Like, how, why is it so hard? Because the, the um, no. chefs at my local Alterino do it no, very No, well. no, 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 no. I'll take you one day to Petit Trois, right? Okay. <laughs> but you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? Is this Molly right here. She's so obsessed with Paris and France. So you think she would respect me saying these French words? No, but they sound funny. They sound funny. Yeah. Okay. She hit the nail on the head. <laughs> anyway, you know, she understands more about comedy than that's true. <laughs> I think any of us do. When first of all, a, a great French omelet has to be pale. That has no brown on it whatsoever. Okay. Really? Yes. No, no, no. That's an American omelet. American omelet has brown. It's brown. But a French omelet is perfectly pale yellow. Okay? We'll do okay. a video one time where it shows me doing it, right? But then also, you see, an American omelet is cooked all the way through. A French omelet is, when, you, when it's rolled up, is like a hot custard, basically. And really? so what Ludo Lefebvre does to sort of like cheat it, you know, which is really, really smart. Because that's the hardest part to get the right consistency. So what he does yeah. is makes it really good. You know that Borsan cheese that you can get at the market is like really fancy? Yeah. He takes that and he puts that as the filling on the inside. So when you roll it up, it, it even if you mess up a little, it gives you that sort of consistency that you're supposed to have. But uh, uh-huh. I'll make you one time. This is why they wanted to be on this. I know. This is why they're so excited. <laughs> um, so Sarah asks, how many caps does Lori own? I own a lot. I could go through my whole cap closet if you want. Now, Jordan oh, Darling. I pared down, so I don't know. Jordan Darling asks, not necessarily what you cook the best, but what is your favorite dish to cook? Oh, that's a very good question. Well, Lori, what is it? I, I don't, don't like to cook, so. <laughs> I only cook the dishes that I that I'm good at cooking. Mm-hmm. So that would be, um, I was, oh excuse God, me. Are you okay? I will say a dish I am excited about cooking mm-hmm. because my aunt got an instant pot yeah. and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm learning or I'm, I'm reading up on how to make a good stew. Okay. So that's a dish that I'm excited. To cook. Well, okay. I haven't done I'm going to be a snotty chef here. An instant. Oh, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> An instant pot will give you. Don't a, be a Lulu Lefebvre. Not Lulu Lefebvre, Ludo Lefebvre. <laughs> mm. 
Ludo. What, I'm Lefebvre. sorry, you said it, an instant pot will what? It'll give you like a quick, like, not dirty, like dirty, but like a quick, you know, like cheater stew. But a great stew is when, you know, you braise the meat, you build, you know, the 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 fond in the pot and you create and it cooks the slow what? in an oven. You know, like when when you um, put meat in an oven and it browns, right? Yeah. There's something called the Maillard reaction. It's a chemical, rea- chemical reaction between meat and it when it browns. Okay. Okay. And it le- you know when it sticks to the bottom of the pot and gets brown? Yeah. Okay, that stuff is delicious. Okay? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So a stew you build, you're not going to really, I mean, it can do a, like a, a cheaty way of doing it because it has a saute feature, but it's never going to get as hot as your a good Dutch oven, right? And then you put it low and slow for four hours in the oven, you get this like beautiful, it's just a more complex, more delicious stew. Yeah. Yeah. But you look, look, you get, look. There's that, but do you? How many times do you have like six hours for a stew? You know, yeah. Uh, so an instant pot will get you like very close, like seventy five percent, eighty percent in an hour. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? What's your favorite that you like? You cooking? know what's so funny is it it kills me. Like by the end, my body is racked with pain. But there is this dish. So I have only made it like a few times because it's so laborious. Uh, it's a Greek dessert called Kareifi Ekmek. <laughs> now you're just doing it on purpose. No. No. What, what's so laborious about it? Okay. So Kareifi Ekmek is... Uh, Kareifi is a type of phyllo dough. Kareifi Ekmek? I barely know her. <laughs> it's a it's a type of phyllo dough. It almost looks like a... like. Straight like bird nest kind of stuff. Okay, right? but it's dough. And so what you do is you make this delicious like um, it's it has like the consistency of cream cheese, but it's not cream cheese. It's made with dairy, but you make it and make it like sweet cream cheese type. That's the closest I can say it is. It's not really quite, but it's the same consistency. And okay. then you lay these um, these phyllo dough strands, like again, like a bird nest, but you lay it out flat. Then you spread like that cream cheese, and you put another one on top. And then you keep brushing it with butter until it's browned. And um, and then when it's done, oh my god, Lori, it is so good, but it's so laborious. How long does it take to make? Maybe like an hour. But it's just the constant, you're just constantly brushing it with butter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. So there's answering that question. Next, Lori... Uh, Lori, would you ever consider finishing your Camp Wanna Recap Season 2? Okay, let me tell you this. This Drew Brooks, he's obsessed with us finishing Camp Wanna Kiki Season 2. By the way, someone, uh, I think it was Humble Pie, messaged me on Discord to say that uh, they've announced today auditions for Camp Wanna Kiki Season 3. And Camp Wanna Recap? No, 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 Camp Wanna Kiki. Oh, Camp Wanna Kiki, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Season 3. Yeah. But Sorry. then I, at the same time, announced auditions for Camp Wanna Recap Season 3 hosts. well okay i think we agreed that at some point we have so many shows that we have to record Mm -hmm. that are that are in the backlog that just due to my mostly my schedule we Mm -hmm. haven't recorded yeah and i think we decided that what we would do is we would set aside time to sort of do a recap of the entire season also including the finale and just sort of talk about our our experience over the entire season. Mm-hmm. But that's one of those things where I'm like, I will do that once we have officially recorded mm-hmm. all of our backlog mm-hmm. stuff. Because that's definitely not a priority. So oh, someone put Kadifi Ekmek in the in the um in the, um <laughs> yeah. chat. It, it, it looked at that. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Sorry. No, Drew Brooks just said it's fun to see you suffer through it. Thank you, Drew. Yeah. Um I mean, look, the outlines are fun to make because it's always fun to make fun of something that's just awful. Mm-hmm. But I will say that, like, at a certain point, it just gets to be like, okay. Yeah, I agree. And then also it's a little, excuse me, it was a, this season I felt like, la- the first season I felt like I had a little bit more fun doing because it was like, who's going to win? Because I don't feel like there was a ex- a, a, a def- definitive winner. And yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Season one. Maybe people were saying, Alexis Bledel would definitely win. Yeah. That was a she was a winner, right? It wasn't super obvious um, number one, yeah. But this one, Tora Hyman from Episode One. Episode one mm-hmm. was like, she's gonna win. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, okay, so... <laughs> anyway, so the point is, yeah, so Camp Wanakiki, uh season... Now they can't see you. Season two, oh. we'll see. It also depends on when Jimmy can come back. Yeah, I like Jimmy because Jimmy has more of a drag. Yeah. Okay, uh, Sarah says, I'm more excited about the Drag Race Season 12 podcast episodes from Joe than the actual show. I think this season of, including All-Stars 5, this whole run of Drag Race shows is going to be our best season ever. We have me and Taylor for um, Season 12, and you and also and it, all, All-Stars 5 starts immediately after uh, Season 12. It's immediate. Do you think, have they have they already announced who's going to be in the All-Stars 5? No, but the, the spoiler people know, they haven't announced officially, but all the spoiler people know who it is. Do you think that there's a chance they're going to bring somebody who didn't who doesn't go all the way from season twelve into season five? Do they do it that quickly? No, okay, they, actually, you... they actually filmed. I think all stars before season twelve. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Really good. Uh, Sarah wants to know we've done the mukbang. We did do the mukbang. Um, yeah. All right. So sorry. Lori, to start wrapping this up because we're coming up on an hour here. What what is something that you want to look forward to? What are we looking forward to when we start uh, the Fat Camp tier on March first? Uh, I really want to um, just start putting, and I I've talked about this before, so I gotta just do it. Yeah. But I want to start putting stuff in place and just stick to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So like this whole like eat before seven thing, mm-hmm. like that's something I want to do. Very important. And I just want to I want to stick to it. Yeah. And um, go, I want to go to the gym three times a day, three mm-hmm. times a week. Okay. Um, and I'm going to stick to that. So it's just things that like if – look, I'm not trying to say like I need to – if I go to the gym, I need to do like an hour and a half and it needs to be all weights or – you know, I'm not trying to be like super rigid. And, and same with the food. Like I'm not trying to be super rigid with my food. I'm just trying to say like I need to start taking baby steps and I feel like – Picking like going to the gym, doing the exercise that that the Jay, the fan of the show, very graciously gave me. Um, then eat, not eating before seven, I feel like mm-hmm. that's a good base to start off with for a couple of weeks at least, okay. and then I can start moving towards. Okay, now I've made those steps. Now I can start making healthier eating choices, cooking beforehand. You know, getting foods to go. You know, getting foods for. Um that I can bring to work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then adding, you know, maybe adding more exercises instead of just doing like basic stuff at the gym. Mm-hmm. So All right. what about you, Joe? What well, are your I've things? already gotten the, I've gotten the email from Plenity that uh, it's coming out really soon. They're going to set me up. They already told me how they're going to set me up with the medication. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to eat healthy. I'm excited to start working. You know, what's so funny is I'm going to be honest with you about something. I think this is something you actually talked to me about. Is I don't know that I'm going to go back to the cleanse. Hold on. Here's why. Is because one of the things that was happening during the cleanse that was really um, not making me happy was that uh, my blood sugar was higher than usual. And I think it's because I was mostly just having smoothies and you're just very limited in the amount of protein you can have. And I think yeah. I want to bring my blood sugar down. So I don't want to do, especially when we're going to go into this thing, I think I'd rather actually almost go low carb for the next week or so until we go into the actual diet plan, just to like bring my blood sugar back from this uh, pastrami chili cheese fries debacle. So, now, I have a question. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did, were you finished with what you were going to say? Or yeah. I'm, I basically, I'm excited about eating healthy, working out with a trainer, filming it, uh, going to the gym with you. I think a workout partner is really uh, valuable. And then also... Um, uh, plenty. Yes, go ahead, Lori. Will this trainer also provide us with a food plan, or is it just going to be the He could, the but he watching? could. He, he, I, he, you know, to be honest with you, he trained me before, and he's really good. So I've worked okay. with him before, and he was very successful, and I actually saw very... Look, here's the, deal, here's the really weird thing. is We're lucky because it happens to be the brother of a really good friend of mine. But he's actually considered like a leading um, expert in kettlebells. Like, he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's been on Men's Health. And, in fact, um, he was the trainer for a long time for all the Secret Service agents. Uh, What's his name? Marcus Martinez. Oh, okay. He has a ton of videos of him. So, like, super well-known in the kettlebell world. Um, and so uh, so that's going to be – we're very lucky he's going to do that for us and whatnot. And he lives locally, too, so that's good. So – uh, all right. Well, Laurie, I think that's, we're going to call it a day there. We are coming up on one hour 
Um, any last word? Because this, this this was our farewell to the pig crew. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll be. You know, I I guess my fear is that we will just keep doing because we've done Fat Camp and now we've done Pig Crew. Mm-hmm. And my fear is that we'll just keep kind of doing the same thing. And so I really want this next no. tier or this next one is to just really break the mold, not yes. and actually like yes. do stuff. Yes, going, I agree with, with you. No, I'm very, very, very committed to it. Super, super committed. I'm not talking, and I don't want you to think that I was saying that about you. No, even no, though no, I do no. Feel we're, like we're both, it's no. mostly your fault. No, no, no. I think it's both of us. <laughs> and I think Marcus will be on us, and uh, it'll be a thing. It'll be good. <clears throat> Uh, I think it'll be great. And I think also it'd be funny if we actually do lose weight and get healthy. And then mm-hmm. I'll be like, what What are these two assholes doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know, exactly. That'll be fun. We'll make fun of it. All right, Laura. Yeah. Well, why don't we call it a day there? Uh, well, the next time, see you in health. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Now, now, this was the pig crew, uh, which you got on your Patreon uh, premium uh, feed. But like we mentioned there, we're still going. We have a trainer. We have a special. It's a weekly show called Fat Camp. You're going to get monthly weigh-ins. You're going to get live-streamed workouts. You're going to get weight updates. You're going to learn what we're cooking. We're going to see how we're doing. You're going to get to see the transformation. When you join the Fat Camp tier, go to your Patreon for details. But until now, this was the Pig Crew. Probably the last time, hopefully the last time, Lauren and I will be fat. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you at Fat Camp.